What is up, fellow freelance writer? Um, welcome back to the Freelance Writing Podcast. The podcast all about how freelance writers can get high-paying, like really high-paying clients without ever co-pitching again. Um, this episode right here is going to be about can you actually get four, five, six-figure clients just as a freelance writer? Are people really willing to pay that for freelance writing work? And if you can, then how? Okay. Um, I'm going to start this uh, podcast episode off with a story that I think is just powerful and really describes, um, you know, the nature of this question to a degree that's unnatural. Okay. And so I'm going to start and read, read little bits of this story to you. Um, this is the story of, I think his name was Roger Bannister. And, uh, he was the guy that the first guy to run a mile in under four minutes. Um, it was actually three minutes and 59 seconds in, a couple milliseconds or something like that. And it was on May 6th of 1954. Um, this is a little little piece of uh, text uh, of how they described the mile before, you know, before he broke it. It says, you know, the, the record actually before he broke it. So it says, for years, milers have been striving against the clock, but the elusive four-minute mile had always beaten them. It had become as much a psychological barrier, as much a psychological barrier as a physical one. And like an unconquerable mountain, the closer it was approached, the more daunting it seemed. And so, you know, for a long time, um, runners, people who ran very quickly, <laughs> I suppose, thought it was like they thought it was actually impossible for a human being to run more than, you know, to run four miles. I mean, to run a mile in under four minutes. Um, you know, they said it had to be you know, ridiculous circumstances in for, for it to happen. They said it would have to happen under perfect weather, 68 degrees, no wind on a particular kind of track, hard, dry clay. And in front of a huge boisterous crowd, urging the runner on to his best ever performance. But Roger Bannister did it on a cold day on a wet track at a small meet in Oxford, England. Um, so no one thought the four minute mile could be broken, but, um, Alfred Bannister actually went on to break the four minute mile and you know what's even crazier than that his record only lasted 46 days until another man which his name is here in the article but i'm not going to actually scroll and read it to you unless yeah his name's john landy uh an australian runner he not only broke the barrier again with a minute of three uh, a time of three minutes and 58 seconds but it was broke a year later three three runners broke the four minute uh, barrier in a single race uh, just a year after it was broken, you know, when they find, you know, finally realize, okay, it's possible to actually do this. Um, what's also crazy is that I have another article pulled up. It's, it's Wikipedia. So, you know, take that for what you want, but, uh, a, a list of high schoolers who <laughs> ran, you know, the youngest person who's ever run a four minute while was like 16 and 250 days, a list of high schoolers, a list of children who've actually ran faster than, you know, a, a mile in, in less than four minutes. Um, John, so Jim Ryan, this was in 1964, 65, 65. He ran three minutes and 55 seconds. Um, he's from Los Angeles and San Diego. Tim Danielson, Marty LaCory, Alan Webb twice, Luke Versabicus, Verbicus, Matthew Maton, Grant Fisher, this is in 2015, Drew Hunter in 2016, Drew Hunter in 2016 again, Michael Slagowski in 2016, Reed Brown in 2017, Leo Hobbs Kessler, the, the list goes on, uh, Hobbs broke it in 2021, 
um, and he ran three minutes and 57 seconds. So these are some fast children. Furthermore, the oldest person to ever break the four minute mile was, you know, one of the first questions that pop up when, you know, when you go to Google is, can a normal person run a four minute mile? Um, and it says, although a man of 40 years of age, Amon Coglin has run a mile in under four minutes, uh, achieving this feat is still difficult. So even a 40 year old man was able to break the four minute mile. And it was just, it's still an incredibly difficult thing to do, but, uh, it's a possible thing to do. And it really became possible when the mental, the, the, the psychological barrier, not the physical one, because it was never a physical barrier. When the psychological barrier was broken because it was demonstrated to people, right? And so there are a lot of things in reality that we think are impossible, but upon observe, you know, uh, you know, upon someone trying and observing that it can be done, we really realized for the first time that, okay, we can do it as well. Um, and I remember one such moment like that was for me was when I got on the phone with John Adams, who runs the wealth page on Instagram. He was telling me about all these different people, you know, that he was selling online for a billion, you know, these billionaires that were his clients and he was making thousands of dollars and 10,000, a hundred thousand dollar sales call with these people. And he was making all this money a month and millions per year. And um, that really gathered me, you know, th that that really was a Tuesday was one of the first places in my life where, you know, it, 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 it that was when the four minute mile, the four figure mile, I would say uh, the four figure milestone for me was broken. Like when I heard him speaking about all these sales that he was making on his phone call, it, it really snapped into my mind that it was possible to do for myself. Like I remember being on Fiverr, like, you know. This, this 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 literal entire year been on Fiverr and selling my goods and services for two hundred dollars, selling my freelance writing skills for two hundred dollars, and thinking two hundred dollars and three hundred dollars because it's just writing and anybody can do it. You know, was the limitation to how far I can go and how much I can sell. Uh, and I remember just hearing him on this phone, you know, giving me advice like you just got to make sale call after sale call, and you, you know, you know, you just got to kind of go for it. Um, it really amped me up and made me really believe in you know. Uh, sales limits of sales beyond four figures um that a thousand dollars was was possible even for what i was doing and uh later that you know as how the story goes later that week i jumped on a sales call with the lady from colorado and actually made my first four-figure sale after you know months and months and months of thinking that freelance writing wouldn't sell for that much you know and then it wasn't really until the sales call after that where i got another four-figure client um, where it really snapped in my head, like, okay, this is not a fluke. Um, you know, I guess people just actually spend this much on freelance writing. Um, and you look up several other YouTubers and freelance writers on, you know, and they're getting paid even more than I was. Um, you know, I remember right after these sales coming and I just sat and sat down with my homie at his house. Uh, he lived like right down the street from me. And I remember just sitting down with him and saying like, bro, you know, I just got two sales for over a thousand dollars. And he was like, man, that's crazy. And you, I, t I turned to him, I said, you know what I realized, man? I realized we're poor. We've grown up really, really poor. And because we've grown up really, really poor, we think quantities like a thousand dollars, monetary quantities like a thousand dollars are a lot of money. And I said, but you know what? Maybe to other people, they're not. And I remember just having that conversation, like convincing myself of it while I was telling him, like there are people in the world that have 
a well enough off lifestyle where a thousand dollars to them or even more than that ten thousand a hundred thousand is just not a lot of money and they'll just let it go at a drop of a dime they wouldn't even care about it the way you and i might care about it because we didn't grow up with a lot of money steven larson also often says that you know entrepreneurship is the greatest self-help journey and when you and the reason for it is because when you embark on the journey of entrepreneurship there are certain mental barriers that unless you figure out how to circumnavigate how to get around them you won't have any success and um money false beliefs is one of them growing up poor or growing up without money you have a belief uh, of money that is that it, that the nature is of it is a uh, is of scarcity or rarity and that it doesn't come by very often and that a lot of people penny pension are scared to spend money because we ourselves are but those are just projections of the way we feel onto the people that we're talking to and one of the greatest tricks that we can learn is to realize that other people in life have different experiences and that our limitations are not their limitations and so what they're willing to do is completely separate from what we're willing to do because what they believe is possible is different and if you want to become as rich and as wealthy as these people you have to shift and fight against what you believe is possible your own money false beliefs and so i would say to everybody on this episode the next sale you go on ask for a thousand dollars minimum and watch how easily people accept. The thing that's holding you back as a freelance writer is this belief that, you know, is, is these money beliefs because you grew up in scarcity, you grew up in poverty, you grew up without having money. It's these money false beliefs that these quantities that you're asking for for your service is a lot of money when actually to a lot of people in the world it's not. And so that's really all I have to say in this podcast episode. Um, thanks for listening thank you so much for listening this is either episode six or seven i'm not sure yet but uh, i do want to say if this is episode seven uh check down in the comments below you'll be able to book a 15 minute phone call with me and on that 15 minute phone call we're going to talk about whatever issues you're facing in your freelance writing so if you're worried about how to get clients i'll tell you how to get clients and high paying clients at that um it's a 15 minute phone call it's free i won't sell you anything or pitch you on anything in the phone call I just want to help you out. Um, but in order to get on this phone call with me, I got to see that you're committed to actually this movement, this podcast. And so what I want you to do is subscribe to this podcast and rate and review. I have, you know, a little training or something like that coming up early next month that is going to, you know, it'll only be available for 24 hours that is going to show you how to get high paying clients for a lifetime so you're, you're going to want to subscribe to this podcast anyway and look out for that but this is dallas and this is the freelance writing secrets podcast uh i see you in the next episode i guess you know go and break past that four minute mile man go break past that barrier you know i've done it many people in the world have done it i want you to see if it's possible so go for it thanks for listening